What's Cooking, supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits. Uh, <clears throat> once again, welcome to the 95 Beer from Studios. Charlotte Ryan, I know we just did this before, but we can podcast this and it'll all make sense to everyone out there. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so fantastic. What a pleasure to have you up here in the Beer from Studios. Total Beer from Legend. Oh, stop it. Um, um, it's so nice. It's like coming back to your family home and seeing all your friends. And mm-hmm. there's new family members as well. It's really, really cool. And, yeah, we just played Bernie Griffin. And uh, I was sending love to his family with that song before. But, um, yeah, coming up here and choosing all the vinyl, going through the vinyl collection, it's been quite a trip. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the collection has come out of the shelves and is being sorted so we really put you on the spot i thought it might still be in catalog order but it wasn't so you've just gone through and done a 20 minutes worth of lucky lucky dip yeah so my challenge was to find six pieces of music from the vinyl that's going to be sold at uh, on saturday mm-hmm. um to fundraise for bfm and i was sort of i don't know if i we were sort of guided into the hallway and i didn't realize but i spent a lot of time there and it was um the cheaper the cheaper mm-hmm. ones, the ten dollars. So we're going to be playing some a vinyl that sells for ten dollars to twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's really exciting. But the first song, do we go straight into yeah, it? Yeah. What are we What are we going to start off with, Charlotte? You found a, a bit of a gem here. Well, it's a big hitter because this one's actually three hundred and fifty dollars. That was the other thing. After I went down the hallway and saw all this cheap stuff, suddenly I was guided into this like magical the space, room. the secret room, where all the special vinyls sort of kept. And I just went super quiet because I was quite overwhelmed by by all the glorious vinyls. You know, anyway, uh, there was quite a lot of good stuff, but of course I'd already chosen my cheap stuff to play. Um, but I spotted this one and I thought we should play, pay tribute to Rodriguez because he died last week. He was such a legend. And BFM on Saturday will be selling Rodriguez Cold Fact, which for any Rodriguez fan, this is the album that must be in your collection. Um, but this is an ultra rare original New Zealand pressing of the seminal classic. Um, it has a small crash, crack on the Sugar Man song, but you know, you can hear that anywhere. But it doesn't have a crack on this song. Here's Rodriguez. We're calling this one called I Wonder. <laughs> So 
Texter with the question, yes, the give a little is still still ongoing. Um, if you wanted to throw us some spare change, if you've got some spare change in your pocket, you, you can head to the 95 BFM give a little and um, <clears throat> support BFM that way if you can't make it to the record sale or if you'd just like to see us hang on to a few, few more of these fantastic records. Now... Um, Back to the RNZ heavy hitter, Charlotte Ryan. <laughs> heavy hitter because I'm playing the hits. <laughs> That's not me. This is a texter. Wow. Oh, heavy RNZ. hitter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yep. Um, hey, I have to say, though, and this is pretty nostalgic, but today I'm feeling quite nostalgic, I think. But Fair enough. If it wasn't for BFM, I totally wouldn't be the human that I am today. It, the music and student radio just enlightened me, changed my life. Me working at these, these, I said these stations because I used to work at RDU before I worked at BFM for many years. They're like your family. It's so, and music wise, I thought I knew music before I started working at BFM. It's <laughs> an education, isn't it? It's such an education, and yeah. I'm still learning. And it's, yeah. yeah. So please help save BFM. That's why I'm up here, and uh, I want to donate as well. But I thought I'd donate some time by picking some records that are yes, going to be sold. Perfect. So this next one, I was a little bit worried because back in the day, it used to be BFM. It wasn't snobby, but sometimes if you played some commercial stuff, people would really hate it. And this isn't commercial at all, mm-hmm. I don't think. But it's um, Harry Nielsen from his album Nielsen Schmielsen. And he, I don't know if you've heard of him, he did this amazing children's record called The Point, which has been sold, which I found. Look, Johnny. Have you ever played this for your children? No, no, I I have no idea who Harry Nielsen is. Harry Nielsen is the guy that John Lennon used to sing with so much. They'd scream and scream and scream till their uh, throats were like curdling with blood. Mm-hmm. Like he, Harry Nielsen ruined his voice and John Lennon almost ruined his voice. But anyway, I guess they took drugs. They yeah. hung out. It was kind of that sort of friendship <laughs> yes. and just got wasted and whatever. But Harry Nielsen wrote... Um, can't live living without you like this really 80s anthem hit i'm not going to play that one but um he also wrote this song and it's called jump in the fire and it's quite epic i feel like the first time i heard it was on bfm but um i hope this is okay right song right song yes
some some good stuff coming through on the text machine for that one, Charlotte. It's epic. It's epic. Nelson Smelson. Schmelson? Nelson Schmelson. It's Harry Nelson. And yes, his album The Point, which also is being sold on Saturday. If you don't have a copy of The Point and you've got children in your household, sort it. Uh, Charlotte, here's a text for you. Morning Glory on a Friday with a toque. Painting in my studio, you and BFM also helped inspire some great art moments. Oh, (laughs) bless. Dreamy Friday. (laughs) Lucky, lucky, (laughs) lucky human. Um, Actually, to be honest, when I was on Morning Glory, a lot of artists tuned in and I got sent often updates of like paintings and things. Like people would genuinely send in like, here's where I've got today. (laughs) Just checking in. (laughs) So good. So good. I love it. I love it. Now, the, the next uh, record that you've pulled out of the BFM bins is a live Smiths record. Is it live? It's a live one, yeah. It's the only official live Smiths record that they ever put out. Oh, no way. So, of course, I only had 20 minutes to, you know, go through all the vinyl, which I didn't get a chance to. But so at one stage, I was kind of just grabbing familiar stuff. And the Smiths popped out, and I thought, how relevant with Morrissey touring New Zealand. Returning and to New Zealand. What a conversation starter. Yes. Are you going? Second question, do you tell people you're going if you're going? Is he cancelled? Are we allowed to go? There's so many questions. Playing the Civic, great venue. Great venue. Probably touring with an incredible band. Incredible band. And he writes fantastic songs. And he was in one of the best bands that many people think ever existed, the Smiths. I was never on the Smiths bandwagon. But anyway, I thought I should play some Smiths. Okay. Uh, Does this one have a price tag on it? This is going to be sold for $100 Mm -hmm. um, because it's a very good quality live Smiths title. It's very rare and it's in very good condition. All right, let's take a listen. Let's go. 
It's a live recording of the Smiths. <laughs> From their album, Rank, which has been sold on Saturday for $100 at the 95BFM vinyl sale. Um, has it got a special name, Johnny? Big pardon? Has it got a special name, the vinyl sale? Uh, the 95BFM record fair. Oh, 95BFM record fair on... Saturday. Starting off, I would come early, but yet at the same time, come later as well, um, but early if you want to get the deals. Um, this one has been sold for $100, but the Harry Nielsen one I played before is 10 bucks, and the point is 20 in the $20 box, and I reckon Vince and all the people up here are so nice. If you did, you could get a deal. You know, both Nielsen, <laughs> Harry Nielsen albums. <laughs> um, have I padded out radio enough now? You have, you have. Yeah. I just queued up some Bob Dylan for you, Charlotte. So Bob Dylan, it's an original pressing. And these this stuff goes for lots on eBay. You can 1967, even... this record has been up here since the get-go. It's probably, I mean, BFM opened in 69, right? Mm. So this has been part of BFM's DNA for the entire 54 years. I love that it's still here. Because some of the vinyl isn't still here, but mm. I love that that one is still here. <laughs> <clears throat> Someone was saying they saw a BFM record in uh, the second hand bin at Flying Out the other day. Naughty! <laughs> Return it, Flying Out. Flying Out's even naughty for selling it. <laughs> Honestly, I was just saying off here, I was like, oh, it's really good that so many you know good records are here because so many of them got stolen. It was really uncool. Like, I always thought that it was really bad mm. karma, so mm. I never stole from yes. BFM. We, uh, over the last few weeks, we sort of learnt that there's definitely a bit of a hole in like the early dance stuff, <laughs> which would have been obviously very difficult to get your hands on at the time. Especially, no, even now, yeah. probably too. Yeah, so a lot of that club oh, music right. has been poached. Yeah, a lot of that. I mean, but I guess you're going out and DJing at a club, probably the only record in town, or there might have been th two or three, but, yes, you know, so BFM right. had a copy. So of course. A lot of that stuff is, see ya. Yeah. Well, Out there somewhere. If you go to a party and you see a record with a BFM label on it, question where it's... Well, you don't need to question where it's come from. <laughs> anyway, this came... Oh, could I see the... Bob Dylan. I was rummaging around and just saw a name I recognised. This isn't so... My set's not very BFM. I mean, it sort of is. But, but it is It is BFM. It is, because this is an original 1967 pressing. Worth $50 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Which one did we go for? Uh, like a Rolling Stone. I, I love that, this I think, song. I think that's what I've queued up. Fingers crossed. Okay. Did it very fast, kind of in a rather dimly lit studio, but we should be should be good. Once upon a time, you dressed so fine, threw the bumps of dime in your prime. Then you People call, say beware doll You're bound to fall, you thought they were all I'm kidding you You used to laugh about Everybody that was hanging out Now you don't talk so loud
only, but you know you only used to get juiced in it. Nobody's ever taught you how to live out on the street, and now you're gonna have to get used to it.
awesome sing along that one coming through on 5395 and someone's saying ah oh, i should probably read these texts before i start reading them on air no just read them on air it's classic it's bfm it's bfm like <laughs> you, you know how sometimes some of the um the composition of the sentence you might get on text is sometimes quite hard to read. Yeah, so here especially we go. if there's lingo. Yeah. Sorry, Charlotte, I didn't hear your name before Monday Morning Glory. You went to Australia, I remember correctly. How was, is it? No, never went no. to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> never went to Australia. Just read it on there. Someone saying, miss you on B, Charlotte. But I love that. I love that someone thought I went to. I went and worked in, um, where did I work? Roundhead? Worked at Roundhead, worked at t- worked f- in for Paul Henry on that did show you, for a while. Did you manage Shapeshifter after BFM? Or was that no, low? that was way... Oh, after my first round at BFM. For, yeah. My first time here at BFM was in 2001 mm-hmm. as their brand manager. Yes. And so I was here for about two and a half, oh, maybe three years, four years. And then I left to manage Lady Six and Shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. And then I returned and became Morning Glory host. Was Have I Doing Breakfast when you did Morning Glory? Yes, he so was. Yeah. And I remember that so well because he, oh, because it's Have I, but also because there's this really distinctive smell that was oh, always man, left always on the smells headphones. So good. Smells like a delicious rich man. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, he knows how to cologne. He knows. I always ask, oh, what is it? You yeah. know, but I never remember. But it's rich, man. It's rich. It's expensive stuff. But yeah. anyway, it would always be left on the headphones. So then I'd continue wearing it all day. Yes. Because <laughs> he must have really sprayed it. What a powerful combo, Have I and then Charlotte. Well, that was BFM. Yeah, there was. All, I mean, back in the yeah, we, even when I first started here in two thousand and one, mm. it was such a powerful. Hugh Sunday was doing breakfast. Mm. Newsboy was still up here. Like I think Russell Brown did a wire. Paul Cassidy did a wire. Like honestly, it's cr- it's such an amazing place and a stepping stone for so many mm. people in the media mm. industry and the music industry. Yes. Mm. 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 Yeah, yeah. Now back to this record sale. We go, we're going to go out on another absolute scorcher of a track. <laughs> so this is a classic from the $20 bin. Really? It's only got 20 bucks on it? Yeah, but that's because it's a super random, random cover. Like you think you know what the cover is, but yes. then look carefully, it's not the cover. So mm-hmm. remember, listeners, if you've just tuned in, I got about 20 minutes to look through the whole of the vinyl collection that's going to be on sale on Saturday. And I only got, and I, and there's so much stuff I literally didn't know what to choose. So then I just started looking at familiar stuff. Mm. So that's why it's all kind of dead yeah. rock familiar. No, that makes but I love, I, mean, it, I, love man, it, I love it. You just got to go for safeties. The safeties. And well, and yeah. there's a reason why these songs are so popular, is because yeah. they're so good. Anyway, this band, Fleetwood Mac, I was working with Neil Finn and uh, running his studio and running his. Uh, sort of working on his management team and then he got asked to join Fleetwood Mac it was like a dream come true for him but also for me and does life get any better than that it's hey join Fleetwood Mac why don't you like that's so crazy I know it's so crazy I think that's what life is about throwing crazy curveballs and seeing how you handle it yeah if you handle it well or not yep. I mean he had to go to Hawaii he's told the story so I feel like I can tell the story he had to go to Hawaii and like have a jam with them to see if the vibe was good imagine that jam yes. how nervous would you be yeah if you were like I uh, do you know what I don't think he would be nervous he's so good I know he's, so, right. he's such a ledger he would probably just sort of actually gone and enjoyed it and yes. loved every second yeah oh, but I mean I'm not him but I'm just no I think that, you're right and they yeah. probably got that vibe and that's yeah. why I enjoyed it anyway so as soon as I saw a Fleetwood Mac vinyl in the collection in the $20 bin I had to play it it's random because I think it's a New Zealand compilation um, but this is like a great 80s Fleetwood Mac track and Johnny thank you so much for having me and keep up the excellent work I listen to you oh. we listen to you so much at home 
and uh, love your show. Oh, thank you. I try not to think about the audience. I just think about having a good time in here. So <laughs> You do it very well. <laughs> thank you, Charlotte. What an absolute privilege to have you in here. Uh, total legend. And everyone out there, we'll see you, see you on Saturday. See you Saturday.
What's Cooking, supported by Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki. Become a member today for great art benefits.